Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everyone. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. about like moving wherever have you ever heard of bhutan is that made of rattan no chico bhutan is by india and like no i've never heard of it yeah, it's, it's in uh it's by india and like nepal well before we get into bhutan well, yes <laughs> welcome everybody to episode 210 right 210. yes before we get into bhutan, let me tell you how is everybody uh well you know it, it's it's friday of a long weekend oh, yes so july 4th mm-hmm. quick like, without thinking, how does the United States turn? Oh, shit. I know it's over 200. Yes, over 200. Um, I don't know. 246, man. Oh, because, wait, 18. Okay, yeah. <sighs> Carry the one. Right. We'll talk about the, the happy birthday, <laughs> happy birthday, United States, in a minute. How is everybody's week? I thought you were gonna ask me like, what? Quick, what's the British? You know, the the the, the way the British people say, you know, July Fourth, and I was like, Traitors Day, Treason, <laughs> Treason Day, Traitors. Happy Traitors Day, Happy Traitors well, Day. Happy Friday, everybody. Yes. Welcome to Pero Let Me Tell You. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. And mejor, I want to say mejor pretexto para quedarse en casa. That'll be sábado gigante. I mean, Saludante is not around anymore, so I guess it could be us. Right, but people don't listen to us at home. They listen to us usually well, in the car. They listen to us wherever they feel most comfortable. Well, if you want to be at home. Yes. You know. Maybe, you know what? Maybe we're listened to by many people like in a bubble bath. We don't know. 
In where? In a bubble bath. In a bubble bath? Yeah, you know how people take like bubble baths by that, para descansar, para relajarse. You know, they pour their little glass of champagne, they get the bubbles all nice and going, and then they put on their, their you know, their ear pods and listen to us while they're relaxing in the tub. Okay, sure. So, bueno. We can eh, be relaxing. I think you and I are many things, but relaxing <laughs> is not one of them. I think that this voice... I, my voice is not going to be used for ASMR. No, mine either. Mine either. No. It could be for our game show host. Right. Or a talk show host. For our many recorded sponsorships. For breaking stories, right. but not for ASMR. No. I'm not going to eat fried chicken on... <laughs> Do you... Mira, I get ASMR, and I've told you, I have some weird ASMR um, right. a moments. Okay. Like, you know, I told you, I, I love to watch chiropractic adjustments that's right that really relaxes me um and i love to watch um other people i like specifically the chiropractic adjustments i like to see people's necks being cracked i love it like because like i sort of horror movie i sort of feel it so Mm -hmm. i like watching that and um you know then there's other stuff like i don't know i like people i like to see people making dough Dough? Yeah. Like like knead, kneading dough. Kneading dough. Okay, yeah. okay. Like, okay. It's very relaxing. I can see that actually. Yeah, you don't yeah, dough. It's there's dough. there's no rush. Right. And now, especially since the pandemic, there's so many dough making videos. That's true. Everybody learned how to make bread except us. <laughs> <laughs> we decided to go again what? Like, to go into chicken wings, which were right. at a fucking scarcity. <laughs> yes. What what was it about making bread during the pandemic that people Maybe there was something because there wasn't a bread shortage. There was not a bread shortage, but maybe because you know, think about it. Bread is warm. It's comforting. It's comfort food. You know, I don't know. So is so are sausages. So are like. I mean, I, I've never been. So I've never it, been like, oh, I'm so, so agitated. Let me have a bratwurst. So is una papa caliente. <laughs> una papa rellena. Oh. <laughs> anyway, oh my god. <laughs> Mind you, we just finished eating, and we're like. <laughs> When I make real mashed potatoes, like mashed potatoes with like cream, okay, with and like butter, right, 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 it's like my god, it's so amazing. Yeah. Okay, in the everyday, like you're in your Tuesday night dinner, you're not gonna make a decadent mashed potatoes. No, you know, no, no, it's gonna be like clog your arteries. Right. Um, but like when you really make one, it's like, like when oh. we do Christmas dinner. Oh my god. Anyway, let's talk about more about Bhutan. Let's yes, yes, Bhutan. What, Bhutan. So, you I, don't know about Bhutan? So Bhutan no. is considered to be. I know that they usually say that the happiest people on earth are in the Scandinavian countries, mm-hmm. like Denmark, Sweden, mm-hmm. uh, Norway. Right. But um, actually, in a few surveys they've done, they found that the happiest people are in Bhutan. So Bhutan mm. is a... Um, it's located you, by India. You've you never heard it? No. Uh, of it? It's like between um, China and... Um, and I forget exactly. It's like Nepal and China... Um, it's not like around there. It's by the Himalayan, like the Himalayas. Okay, so like the spiritual corridor. Yes. And um, the thing with Bhutan is that it's, I believe, it's a constitutional monarchy. So there, there is, there is a royal family. Yes, but there is also like individual freedoms, and um, it's a very simple life. People live very comfortably. Mm-hmm. Not in, not in. Um, not in excess, but very comfortably, and they've shied away from Western um, 
customs. Like, for example, there was a time there that there was like a Starbucks and a McDonald's open mm-hmm. and all that, and they shut them down because they don't want it. They made no money. It's not even that they made no money. They didn't want it. They oh, didn't really? want to be like westernized. Okay. Because they were very... You know, they didn't want to add stress to their life. They were like, why do we need to have fast food? Like, we want to enjoy our food. If there's anything more stressful than choosing a drink at Starbucks, I don't know what it is. Don't even start me with Starbucks. Um, But, yeah, it's like... And and they're so, like, concise about who they are and and Mm -hmm. an identity that they only allow a certain amount of tourists a year. Wow, really? Yes. And tourism is like a major industry that they have and they completely cap it because they don't want, you know, this influx of people coming in like in the summer and taking over and all right, that stuff. Right. They don't want that. They want to retain their Yes, they their want to retain identity. that. And you know that they during the pandemic, they shut off complete um a tourism and I think they had the whole country had less than 30 cases of COVID. Oh shit. Yeah. Wow. So Bhutan, look it up, people. Go to uh, YouTube we'll and look, look up Bhutan. B- Happy people are Bhutan. Uh, in terms of how you spell it, it's yes. B-H-U-T-A-N. Oh, okay. Bhutan. Bhutan. So that's uh, your learn part of the... Well, there we go. I learned day. as well. So... Did I anything hope, happen this week? So I hope you had a good week. <laughs> I had an okay week. I, I hope all of our listeners had a good week. You don't... You know who did not have a good week? Mm. I have, I have. Uh, there's about what nine people who may not have had a good week. This well, week. no, R. Kelly didn't have a. a <laughs> oh, good week. that R. Kelly got thirty years in prison. I forget how old R. Kelly is. He's and in his fifties. He's fifty five. When I saw that, I was like, oh, thirty years. He's fifty five, so that's a life sentence. I mean, uh, I mean, I didn't read for, for all intents and purposes. I didn't read if uh, he would be eligible for parole. But I mean, let's say he isn't or or doesn't right. get or doesn't get parole. Even if he's eligible, doesn't mean he's going to get it. Oh yeah, he's getting out at like almost ninety. Robert is in trouble. Yeah. So is. what do we think about that? Well, I mean, he's an interesting company because this week, uh, you know, Ghislaine Ma- Maxwell also got sentenced for something similar. So it's a she got twenty years. So it's a good it's a good week for punishing sex offenders. I guess is uh, some positive this week. I just his case. I, I've I've told you we, we've talked about it. Ad nauseum, I guess, at this point yeah. in the podcast, although it's been a while. I I think that the 30 years is fair. I think right. justice was served. I think it's very fair. My whole problem, I've always said it, with the R. Kelly scandal is people's selective outrage. Well, why did it take so long? This, everybody knew who R. Kelly was from the time he married Aaliyah right. back in the 90s. And he was 29, I believe, or 28. Late she was, 20s. She was 15. Everybody knew who he was. He never hid who he was. And he, this was an open secret. Yes. Because no yes. Got bueno. yes. nobody Can found you out imagine until... imagine that happening now? They would have stormed his house and like just tarred and feathered him. Like, just... And back then it was like, Javi, take Aliyah, take Mark Kelly. Right. Yeah. Right? And... Um, but then again, this is, you know, Elvis married Priscilla at... You know, 14. Yeah, but we're talking about like the late 90s. You no, know? no, I know, I know. But maybe there was still some... You know, she was fourteen. Remnant Priscilla was a, was a child bride, yeah. And how old was Elvis? That I don't remember. Keep talking, and I'll look it Sorry, up. Sorry, when I think of Priscilla marrying Elvis, I think of that episode of Full House when where Becky goes Priscilla. Hey, <laughs> 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 she's like, "Is my beehive big enough?" But anyway, he jacks um, it up. You know, and then in the early two nineties, as early 
2000s, I mean, when, as I always say, people are stepping in the name of love. You know, he was... Um, Apologies. They met when she was a child, but they she, she got married to him at 21. Okay. Okay. And they were together. When he a, had the the child sex scandal that it was... The, the, uh, the tapes. The tapes. There was evidence. Where he was peeing <laughs> on these underage girls and having right. sex with them. People were like too busy enjoying his new album. Yeah. Which was pretty good, by the way. Well, but, be you know, that as it may. So, uh, but it wasn't something like hearsay. There was physical video evidence. Yes, right. people didn't care. Right. Right. right, and this wasn't a generations ago. This was in the early two thousands. Like so ago. that's why it kind of bothered me, you know, that it's like, okay, wait, now we're it took a documentary <laughs> to expose the R. Kelly, but R. Kelly has been in plain sight all this time. The power of lifetime. Like it, it's 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 never been a secret. Right. So why right at now. all? Because it's not like bueno, you know, like let's say the Kevin Spacey scandal. Right, that was always just rumors. That was rumors. Nobody ever came up. Right, he, he was never charged with anything. There was never any quote unquote proof. It was something that happened like thirty some years ago. Right. But this R. Kelly stuff was more recent. It was in plain sight. People knew. So why were? I mean, just to fly be so that they were outright right. But outraged. why now? But why now? Like this should have always been the case. Right. Um, but, yeah. but I mean, yeah. I mean, it's funny. You know, you say oh, it wasn't that long ago, and it, you're right, it wasn't. But you know, as we've seen, you know, just society mores have changed sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse in, you know, just the last five years, you know. And, and I think there's also something to be said for, you know, the advent of social media, right, where <laughs> where it becomes more ever present. And, I'm, and again, that, this is for something that was always present because, like, again, let's go back to Aaliyah. People were saying it while she was alive and on the radio. So it's not even good to do that after she passed away. Is when a this came to light. Like, right, but, even, but what I'm saying is when she was alive, people knew. So it's, right. tampoco no es que tú digas, bueno, después que ella se murió es cuando se enteró so, todo el mundo. So let no. me ask you something, because this is something that people always talk about in cases like this of R. Kelly. I know what, I, I know what your answer is going to be, but... Okay, but for the sake of... For the sake of discussion. <laughs> okay. So, I love R. Kelly because that is... He's no, the king of R&B yeah. music. How do you feel about... You know, in a case like this, but you know, it's true of many people. Of do we cancel their their product, their art, mm-hmm. their you know what they're famous for? Interesting question. It actually came up a couple of weeks ago when I was a guest on the Shiver podcast um, because we were talking about the movie Jeepers Creepers. Uh-huh. The director and writer of that movie, Jeepers Creepers, is actually one of my favorite horror movies. I just, I, it's a comfort food version of horror movie for me. But the writer-director of it was convicted of child molestation charges. Not innuendo, not like, oh, 17, but no, it was like with a 12-year-old boy who was on the set of one of his other movies. Oh, boy. He was convicted. He went to jail. Like, this is somebody who, you know, it's not innuendo, it's not hearsay. And, (coughs) you know, the question came up, which is, you know, can you separate the art from the artist? And I think... It's funny because for the first Jeepers Creepers, I can, because the first one, you know, is it's just it's the brother and sister, it's the the you know the the scary boogeyman, you know, supernatural, whatever. But he also wrote and directed the second one, and in the second one, the whole crux of it is that a bus full of high school students get stranded in the middle of the road, and the creature comes and attacks them, whatever. But there's various moments there where I'm sure these actors were at minimum 18 years old, but they're supposed to be playing high school students. And a lot of the, bo- the you know, the guys 
on it were like, oh, it's shirtless. Oh, it's various, you know, states of quote unquote undress or what have you. And in that one, I kind of went the route of like, how much of this is just him trying to get his rocks off? Right. You know? So I say that to point out that I am capable of of separating art from the artist to a certain point. Because in the first movie, since there was nothing overtly sexual going on, I can just be like, yeah, he wrote this movie and this is great. But in the second one, even though, even though there's no sex going on, there's a lot of sexualization, fetish, fetish, fetishization of, you know, the male form and things like that, which normally I'd be the one who's like, wow, this is a real change of pace from your typical horror movie, which usually has the girl with her boobs out, right? So it's the flip of that. But because of who wrote it and directed it, I feel a little icky. So I think it comes down to the content that is that is being discussed. Right. Is the content, do you think that there's a connection between this person's, you know, problems, misconduct, issues... Do you think that that influenced the art or right. the medium? Horrible example, but I'm going to go with it. If R. Kelly had sang instead of TLC Waterfalls, I would totally think it was all about piss. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I did not. But but, that, but that's, kind of, what, so, but that, but that's so, kind of what I'm saying, right? right? Where it's you, like. You know what's so funny? The other day, this is a little bit different, but the same. But the same. I have that song on my iPod that I absolutely love. I forgot the name of it, but it's it's an old song. She's just sixteen. I love years that song. Old. That's what, okay, that, mu- musically. Uh, yes, say, uh, that song. Uh, take to the night. Yes, night, yes. Into into the, the night. night yeah. I'll take take you oh. up. I'll yep. take you. I love into, that song. That song is great. Have you seen the video? You've told me about it. The video is in the early 80s. Right, right. And, and it's about, he's like looking at it, looking. So he's a peeper. He's a peeper through her <laughs> bedroom peeper, window. Right. And she's like, a, she's 16 and he, years and old. And he tells you she's 16. And, right. And it's funny. That is a, that's a great song. Right. But like, that's what I think. It's like, okay, the song didn't come out 200 years ago. The song came out in the 80s. <laughs> right. In the early 80s. Right. Right. He says it. She's just 16 years old. There's no misinterpretation. Did anybody not think that that was inappropriate at that time? Okay, yes, the song is a bop. <laughs> like, right. But it, but it's, again, it's, it comes down to it, right? Like, if the guy who sang it had been 18 or 19, different. D- yeah. Yes, he's still a legal adult, but it's different, right? Because it's like, no. oh, they were still maybe in high school together or whatever. But no, he's not 18 years no, old when he's singing the song. There. I mean, look, I think that you, I think artists, you are just sort of like politicians. The perfect politician doesn't exist. The perfect artist doesn't exist. Well, because we're all flawed I think you have beings. to take them flaws and all. Although these are huge flaws. Yes, like, but, but this isn't. You have a temper, right? But we're this all human is, beings. You're right, a rapist right. and a child molester, right? right. right? <laughs> this is the, the other these, six these are of the pendulum. Huge yeah. Flaws. Yeah. But I think that to a certain extent, I can separate the art from the music. I understand the criticism. Especially if it's somebody who's not incarcerated, right? That maybe is accused of all these type of things. That if you keep buying their records and their music and going to their concerts, in the case of a musician, right, right. you're still they're still profiting. You're from justifying. That. Yeah. So I could understand that argument, but you know, notwithstanding that, um, I can separate the art from the artist to a degree. Uh, 
To a degree. To a right. degree. So, I like R. Kelly's songs. I'm... I'm, I, I've never cared for R. Kelly the man. Right. Aside right, right, from the right, sex scandal. Right, right. Um, his image was never really... Right, but I do like his songs. And, I mean, they're already in my iPod. So, in so my... I'm sorry, in my iTunes. Yes, and, and that took you forever to upload. It took me forever to upload. You know which song of his I hate, though? I Believe I Can Fly. Oh, I hate it. That doesn't surprise me. I hate it. I hate it so much. More or less than Gotham City. I hate it more than Gotham City because that song was more popular. Okay, and all right. it was on everywhere when it was popular. That's true. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but, but you know, but I actually, I, I, I hate that I'm going to admit this on our show. I sort of like Trapped in the Closet. Parts one through eight. <laughs> yeah. Like. Now he's just trapped in the jail cell. Yeah. He should make an anthology <laughs> of that. He should make an anthology of that. I mean, look, it's one of these things I don't think it has a right or wrong answer. No. And and again, everybody's mileage varies. You yeah. know, they're and, and you know, I, I would I would absolutely understand if someone who has been the victim of, of you know of sexual assault has a certain reaction and cannot, you know, separate art from right. artist, right? Right. You know, like if somebody has certain experiences that just prevent them from a you know, a, an emotional level making that that distinction that's absolutely understandable yeah no it, it doesn't have a right or wrong answer it uh, i i think it depends on the person it depends on the allegations it depends on the art it depends on the the subject of the mm. art right because again if r kelly talked about you know if he's uh, saying she's just 16 years old leave her like, alone they said well, oh <laughs> right he, like i could see the video he's, like he's talking from experience right right yeah. it wasn't like oh you know my 16 year old crush you know right Whatever. Um, oh yeah, this is like totally off topic, but I don't know. Have you? Okay, actually, wait, 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 wait. Let me rephrase it. Let me okay. go back. So this week on CBS Sunday Morning. Oh, drink! <laughs> I thought this was hilarious, right? Okay. Because in the last like couple of years, I mean, it's not me. You know that Africa by Toto has had yes. this resurgence yeah, online yeah, yeah. that yeah. it has like a billion views and like over a billion streams it started about like Spotify. five years ago or so yeah um but this past few weeks in particular i've had the song on like replay or okay. repeat idiota casualidad that this week on cbs sunday morning they did a um a whole like thing on toto right that, a whole like feature feature on toto okay right how they are the coolest uncoolest band like okay. a cool band, right? Because they were never like cool. No, they were never. But look who laughed. Who laughed last? Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. So, what do you think about like a song like Africa? And for our listeners who don't know, it's that song. <laughs> I love uh, yeah. lost the rain down and, down and, down and That's a song that came out in the early eighties. Yeah, and it was a hit. A it was huge. It was huge. Yes, time. yes. I remember when we were kids. That song was still kind of in its last legs yeah, yeah. of like. But I can't ever. Remember anybody being like, dude, but then that I song, love Toto. That song completely went away. Right. And like for the many, most part, Toto. For, for like 25 years. Right. And then like three or four years ago, the song had this resurgence. And it's so funny because in the CBS Sunday Morning Profile, they, they're they on tour. Oh, they and, are? Yeah. And they film, you know, they, they're shots of them in a huge, huge stadium. And everybody's jamming to, to like Africa. Africa. And I'm like, pero... 
and, and and I'm one of those people because I didn't care for that song either. I completely fell right, in that right. rabbit hole. Like now I love the song. It's in like my playlist. So what do you think about something like that? That like Well, I just wonder if they sing anything else or if it's like when Loco oh, Mia would songs. go to no, Simple Domingo. Roxanne, Rosanna, did you all the way? Oh, that's them too. Rosanna, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. They sing actually several songs that are famous. Oh, okay, okay. They're okay. not a one-hit wonder. I didn't know I didn't think they were a one-hit wonder, but I just I honestly off the top of my head could not think of another Toto song. And Rosanna is about Rosanna it is. She's got like two songs about her. What's the other song about her? There, there's another song that's about Rosanna Arquette. Don't ask me what it is right now, but there's another song. Need you all the way. Yeah, they have several songs. I think um, it's great. I mean, listen, maybe Toto called up Kate Bush and gave her some tips. Yeah, I was telling you before we started recording. I'm like, you know who's had a good year? Kate Bush. Kate Those Bush, royalty yes. checks from, you know, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yep. And... That, there's just it's it's just funny how you can never you really can't predict these things right but the Kate Bush thing is really interesting because yes it was on Stranger Things which is a popular show but there's other songs from Ying especially popular with with kids but that is not the type of song like I could understand if like if Adele covered it no or if like it would have been I don't know Material Girl by Madonna (laughs) Okay, because that's more of a poppy sound. That's more of a poppy sound. Right. Even though it's an old song, younger people can relate to. Mm-hmm. But Kate Bush. Yeah, running up that hill. With like 12-year-olds? Like, right. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I could not have. I don't think anybody had that on their 2022 bingo card. It's like you don't know. Because like, for example, who would have ever thought, and you know, you and I have not on the show talked about this several times like even Tristan is obsessed with it Rick Rolling Rick people Rolling. who would have thought Rick Astley that would be his never second gonna his second life up, never gonna and it started as an internet meme and now Rick Astley is on tour selling out stadiums yeah, because of a meme a meme right and now it's given a whole life to a bunch of other people like yeah. a whole generation yeah because I mean we're not even talking about songs it's not like bueno Somebody who's a teenager now is discovering Britney Spears, right? No. That makes me sad, but yes. This is like, whoa. like, And we're not even talking about like, you know, to use your Madonna, right? Like Madonna, who's been, who's still around for all intents and purposes and whatever. Rick Astley doesn't put out new music, so tampoco it's not like he's, if it wasn't for the Rick role. Would we still and know Rick Astley? Know I would move heaven and earth to be together forever. I'm one of the few people I liked his other song, Cry for Help. I don't think I know it. All I need is a cry for help. Somebody. No, that's like That was like his other album when he wanted to go alternative. Never mind. Oh, that was like the sophomore so, slump. So, yeah. But, man, I love Africa. Gonna take me a while to get That's away just a, from it, you. It, it, it's just such a pleasant song. There's nothing that I Mina, that song is, that's like ASMR before ASMR. Yeah. I lost the reins down in Africa. That's, all right, well, we don't have to play, pay Toto too much, so. Right, a bit down. <laughs> it's so funny when I learned that I always wondered why on sitcoms they wouldn't sing Happy Birthday. Oh, yeah, because of the royalty. Or they'll be like, Happy and then something would happen. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, why does the birthday song have royalties? It's like, I imagine that the person who would hold like the copyright to the happy birthday song is there sitting in their money like, ha, 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 The funny thing about that is I'm pretty sure that's a scenario where it did not have a copyright. And somebody it, bought it. Somebody bought it because you know that, I mean, those things only last for 100 years. Right. So 
by now, I would have imagined happy birthday would have been in the public domain. But I, I, I... No, no, no. I'm saying I would have imagined. Were they singing happy birthday to you in that melody in the Gilded Age? Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't there. Maybe in the Great Gatsby. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, maybe he invented it. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We know things can feel overwhelming from jobs to family to relationships, even finances. And despite the stigma from Hispanic families about airing our dirty laundry, we can all use someone to talk to during those moments of stress. Well, we're here to remind you that there's no shame in admitting that you need to speak with someone to work towards improving mental well-being. That's where BetterHelp comes in to, well, help. A customized online therapy provider, they offer therapy options on your time, whether it's via phone, video, text, or even live chat sessions with a therapist. BetterHelp's customized approach matches you with a therapist in under 48 hours, based on what you're experiencing to help you better understand yourself. And as a special offer for Pero Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash pero. It's already more affordable than in-person therapy, and now you can save on your first month. Everyone deserves to be happy, and BetterHelp has helped millions take their first step on that path. That's betterhelp.com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast episode. So, okay, bueno, let's get to a more heavy subject because... Did, any, know, what, did something happen this week? Okay, so what, you like it's hard. You know what's so funny? Last remember last week when we recorded, yes. we even made a reference. I were like, oh, it's the weird that out. we're recording earlier because yeah. we were we recorded earlier in the day, and I think right. you even said like, oh no, something big is gonna happen, and then I hope the show's it, gonna be stale. In our defense, the big thing that happened happened on Friday, so we would have still been right, right. you know behind the eight. So ball. okay, so yes, so Roe versus Wade got overturned. So. Let me ask you. So obviously, we're going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And um, let me ask you because, although we've kind of already talked about it in the sense of when the leak came out, I mean, right? As not a legal head like me, mm -hmm. you know, that finds this stuff fun. Not overturning Roe. I mean, Supreme Court cases. You love overturning precedent. Don't lie. What like? What does this mean to you? What does it doesn't mean to you? What What do you? What do you think it's a significance or, you know, or what, I, what is your take on it? I think that, you know, again, also, I mean, as, as somebody who does not have a uterus, I will not be having an abortion anytime soon one way or the other. Um, I think what it says to me is that things that we took for granted as enshrined as policy are not so. Um, it... It brought up to me a couple of things, and not just about about you know Roe versus Wade per se or or the the decision, but it also got me thinking about things that I I have to say I didn't put much thought into prior, such as you know I know it's a lifetime appointment, but is it really fair, quote unquote? I mean that's a, that's a charged word in and of itself, you know, to have people in an appointed position with a lifetime of power to make decisions when they, you know, are quote unquote out of touch with, or they may be out of touch with what's, what's happening. Um, I, for one, like I'll tell you right now, like, you know, 
I'm looking forward to retiring at 65. Like, I am not trying to keep working until I drop dead. And that's what these <laughs> judges, you know, that's what some of these judges appear to want to do. Um, you know, it, it, it demonstrates to me, uh, it, it, it's a, it's, um, you know, it, it, it's a domino effect. That's sort of the domino effect. You know, where you've got this overturning and then you've got, you know, Mr. Uncle Thomas, Supreme Court Justice, um, you know, saying things like, you know, well, you know, we can then look to overturn, you know, the decisions that are about gay marriage or, you know, uh, contraception. contraception and things like that. And it's like, well, I mean, he he really did forget to include the the, the decision about loving. Loving, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, but that doesn't strike me as as you know odd coming from someone who doesn't give a flying fuck about anybody else. Um, and how people have just. Like they don't like like we live we've said this before we live in an age now where because of social media like everybody's just like you know what fuck it and when you've got you know like I, I forget the crazy bitch's name now that was like you know oh this is a, this is you know a win for white life and yep. you have this other asshole you know responding to to you know Barack Obama's tweet with like whoa what about Fer you know Plessy versus Ferguson next and it's like what the fuck is wrong with you people right because now we're not even talking about like. You know, your typical, like, you know, Alex Jones pundits, right? We're talking about fucking, like, people in government right. saying this shit. Right. So, um, there's a lot there for me to deconstruct. Yes, so feel free. So, feel free to <laughs> take your time. So, let me tell you something really interesting about Clarence Thomas. Again, I, I enjoy Supreme Court reading Supreme Court cases. And um, earlier this week on my Instagram... I actually posted, you saw the post. Mm -hmm. um, for those of you who don't follow me, it's D DJ Borges19. <laughs> well, well, I reposted it as a story. to, to On ours? Uh, on ours, yes. Right. yes. That, and again, it's not to make myself sound smarter or, or superior, but I did study law. And a huge part of studying law is reading Supreme Court cases. Because not only do you take a whole year of constitutional law, mm. all the other cases that you take, whether it's property or obviously con law or contracts, they're all case law. Well, it's all based on precedents. Right. right. It's all case law. So when you are in law school, by the time you graduate, you have read hundreds. Whether you want to or not. <laughs> hundreds and hundreds right. of Supreme Court cases. Not only have you read hundreds of Supreme Court cases you know the Warren Court the Cardozo Court the uh, Marshall Court the Roberts Court the mm -hmm. um, uh, Rehnquist Court like you know the different iterations of the Supreme Court okay. right because it, there are different phases and eras of the Supreme Court. Of course, right? as, as so government changes. So you know changes. that, right? So if I'm explaining something to you that this is how it works, you don't have to agree with my point of view insofar of what your opinion I, my opinion of something like abortion right. right but if i'm telling you hey this is the framework of the supreme court and this is how case law works and um legal precedent works right don't tell me no 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 that can't happen that no 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 that can't happen right and the conversation that i was having with a lot of people was that when you read a decision like in this particular case, mm -hmm. it's Dobbs. This is going to be now the Dobbs case okay. that overturned Roe v. Ro Ro v. Wade. It was based on the rationale of the court that 
the original ruling of Roe mm-hmm. was not a good ruling insofar that there are certain things in the Constitution that are not explicit. And therefore, the states mm-hmm. should have a bigger say saying in those freedoms. So the rationale is that unless something is explicitly stated in the Constitution, the constitution cannot guarantee it right because in a nutshell yes that's actually a very good nutshell because the biggest philosophical difference between uh the purist of the constitution Mm -hmm. like an anton scalia who was a purist of the constitution and a more progressive or liberal justice Mm -hmm. um is that the purist of the constitution see the constitution verbatim this is what's on the constitution anything outside of this static okay Whereas a more progressive, I don't want to say progressive as a political stance, but a more liberal interpretation of the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, of the Constitution is that it's a living document. And can be adapted. Right, that we need to go within the spirit of the founding fathers or the drafters of the but Constitution. For the times. Because there's a lot of things that are not in the Constitution. For example, marriage... To, now, we're not even talking about gay marriage. We're talking about to a man and a woman. It's, it's not, not the Constitution. Right. That was derived from case law through the right of privacy. Right. Right? Um, so, it, it's not even that, like, a lot of things that just regular, everyday people, freedoms that they enjoy, are from legal precedent and case law that the, that the Supreme Court um, ruled you know, generations ago right. that are things that are not explicitly in the Constitution. Okay. Right, so when you're overturning case law that is 50 years old because the rationale and rationale is a legal term that you have to know how to properly use, okay, right? When you're overturning case law that's 50 years old with the rationale that because it's not in the constitution, it should not be federally protected mm-hmm. or constitutionally protected, and insofar the states should have the Authority to regulate regulate said right, mm-hmm. in this case, abortion or a woman's right to choose, mm-hmm. right? You are now opening the door to right. further legal discrepancies on other things like equal access to marriage, right. or as Clarence Thomas wrote, even um, a contraception, contraception right. or even private. Because what people have to understand is that the way that, for example, we're not even talking about now same-sex marriage. We're talking about making being homosexual, not it being illegal, was through a uh, uh, um, a Texas case mm-hmm. which had to do with sodomy. Right, yeah. right. That well, because it was anti-sodomy laws on most right. right there was the anti-sodomy laws of most states. So yeah. it was a Supreme Court case that said through the act of privacy, through the right of privacy, which is in the Constitution, we can say that adults right. should have the privacy in their home to do whatever they want to do whatever they want. Right, right. And that's how same-sex. Now we're not talking about marriage. How sodomy or anti-sodomy laws right. were deemed unconstitutional so when people so that's why i explain this to people when i'm telling you that from a procedural standpoint this is a nightmare not only for abortion but for all these other mm-hmm. things right okay don't argue with don't fight me and tell me no 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 no. that's not gonna happen no 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 it can it can because, it might not because 10 but, years ago right no not even 10 years ago for many decades people are like no rose never gonna get overturned right. well guess what <laughs> but like this week are. is over yeah here we are and this is what i tried i explained to people over and over again 
if I had a magic wand and I'm a liberal and I'm a progressive, if I had a magic wand, I would not have nine liberal justices on the Supreme Court or seven liberal justices or even six of them. Right. The Supreme Court justices, ha it's a delicate balance, right? It can't be one or the other. Right. It can't be an, uh, an, a, a gross disproportion of one or the other. Right. It's a very, very, very delicate balance because once the Supreme Court gets it right, the biggest advancements in our country socially have happened but when the supreme court gets it wrong like the dred scott decision which is infamous that's when they I was gonna say <laughs> that the dred scott decision was a civil war pre-civil war era um decision that the supreme court stated that slaves so in other words african-americans right, black, black people, people were not deemed a hundred percent like a, a person. Is this the three fifths for, compromise for, came for, from it? for tax reasons, okay. right? So they weren't seen as completely like one person. So if you had three slaves, you didn't have equivalent to three people. You had one person, right? You had three equal one or whatever. There was a formula, right? right, right, right. Um, that was the Supreme Court who ruled that. That wasn't, you know, the the, right. the governor of Alabama or a southern state. No, that was the United States Supreme Court. That said so that was they okay. have gotten it wrong. It's been disastrous and catastrophic. That's why the balance of the Supreme Court, I can't stress this enough, is very delicate. So it's not about getting the people that you want on that court that are like-minded to you. It's about having a balance on that court where the justices are a true representation of the different facets right. of our country right, right. Mm -hmm. that is what the supreme court should be and i always say this over and over again i think that in the current court a perfect example of that is chief justice roberts who actually he is considered to have voted to overturn roe but not really because so Justice Roberts, he's wrote, the one that kind of yeah, so Justice a little, right? Roberts, historically, that's why I find him fascinating, and I love to read his opinions. Justice Roberts, for example, was brought in by Bush, so he's quote unquote a conservative right, judge right, right, right. Uh, or justice, and he, for example, he ruled that Obamacare was constitutional. And a lot of people are like, oh, but he's a conservative. No, he's not a conservative justice. He's a Supreme Court justice. It's what I always say. Right. Justices in the Supreme Court are supposed to be at the peak of jurisprudence. These are not people that should be political you know, puppets. Right, right. They are at the peak of jurisprudence, so they should see something for the merits. Right. And, not and the fact that they're appointed for life should, so should he, weigh on that. His opinion, actually, in this particular case was that he was he kind of hedged in the middle. He said that in other words, that states should have a say-so in how they want to regulate abortion, hmm. but that Roe should not be overturned. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Because overturning row would have a greater mm-hmm. uh, effect. Okay, the ramifications. The, uh, the, exactly. The ramifications would be much greater than, than row. Than what we've been than one case under row right right right, right. so because he he he, he sees the That's argument interesting both sides. though that he wrote that opinion yeah, but yet... e- but even if even if not he would it wouldn't have made uh, yes, a difference yes i understand but what the I'm magic saying, number I, is always five no i know but I, I just think it's interesting that you know he he wrote that opinion and yet you know went the other way it's just, right, I just find but, it but interesting. Even, like, even if he would have even written like a an opinion striking down right. the dobbs case it still would have been five to four. No, I get it, but I'm just I'm speaking about him specifically, right. not, um, not not so the ruling. Funny thing about Clarence Thomas. So Clarence Thomas, in the last few years, has been very vocal, right? Do you know that Clarence Thomas went 14 years without speaking in the court? Really? Yeah. Why? Because he did. He just didn't speak. And when I mean speak, I mean in terms of writing opinions. And- not only writing opinions, even asking questions. Because when when uh, a Supreme Court case is heard, mm-hmm. the entire transcript is public record. Oh, okay. Right. And, and you know, ju- the justices ask questions. As you should. So that's why a lot of times, especially for like landmark cases, mm-hmm. you'll hear reporters or people that are in, in, in the courtroom mm-hmm. hearing like, oh, you know, the justices were asking. Oh, okay. Like they have know, transcripts. These type of questions and they were questioning this and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and Clarence Thomas went 14 years with not only not writing any opinion, but not asking any questions. But now, all of a sudden, he became very chatty. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. That is very interesting. It's really odd. It's really odd. Um, and to, to talk about something else that you said, um, which a lot of people have been talking about now, about having about not having lifetime appointments for Supreme Court justices, that's very tricky. I'm not even saying not having it. I'm just saying, like, yo, you got a lifetime appointment, but don't you at some point want to just go fishing? Right. Like, like I mean, that these people, you know, the Supreme Court doesn't work eight hours, you know, eight that's hours true. a day that, every day. Yeah, but like, you know, from I'm Monday like, to Friday. Yeah, but still, you know, yo, but like, these are, these are people you're that are eighties. Like, these are people that are dedicated to their craft and like their legacy is very important, right? Um, but having a lifetime, not having a lifetime appointment for a Supreme Court justice, is very tricky. Because although Supreme, I don't know if that's the answer either. But. So although Supreme Court nominations have become extremely political right. in the last few years, it's only been in like maybe in the last uh, not even ten years, and maybe in the last I would say eight. they got political eight to ten. They got political when Justice Scalia died and Obama nominated Merrick Garland, um, and uh, even though Obama had I think uh, nine ten months left in his presidency, uh, the Republicans said nope. We're not nomin- We're not doing confirmation hearings because we're not. Right. Even though that's in the Constitution, that right. the sitting president gets to pick a nominee and uh, confirmation hearings will commence th- shortly right, thereafter. Right. Uh, the Republicans were like, nope, we are not doing that. And boom, Trump got to put three people in. Right. And um, a, 
the, the lifetime appointment thing is very tricky because the problem is that if you have term limits on Supreme Court justices, you know when their term limits are up. So then that means that... You kind of you, hold off on Well, no, cases. is that, for example, if let, let's say now the next general election is in 2024. Mm -hmm. So if we know that in 2025, there's a Supreme Court vacancy that's going to come up, now it becomes political. You're, because, oh, okay, which is what it shouldn't be. Now the candidates are going to be like, there's a vacancy next year and I'm going to put in a progressive. Okay. Or I'm going to put in. So a it, it fundamentally changes the, the 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 way that the court should function, right? Because the because especially with the pre, it would be a general election with the president. Right. If there's term limit, then the president's part of the what they will run it on is putting in filling the seat, a filling a seat of a Supreme Court justice. Because you know that it, if you win you in have those that. four years, you're going to have X amount of vacancies. So that's what makes it a little bit complicated. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, that's why we. <laughs> Again, even though it's become political and it shouldn't be political and making term limits limits will certainly make it even more political. It's it's a clusterfuck. Okay. No, that's fair. So, that's a that's fair. That's a fair assessment. So well, that was our uh <laughs> Yes, that was you know, that was fun. <laughs> it's always fun to talk well, I think it's a lot of it's fun. It's always to fun to talk court. about Supreme Court and abortion. Give me Supreme Court trivia any day. Yeah. Ooh. For the record, that will never be a topic at trivia. trivia? Oh, because what? because nobody will get it, but your fan you know, club. We, we we know we have a lot of people that are regulars at at our trivia now that I think would get Supreme Court trivia. It's not the norm. Oh, why do you have to ruin everything for me? Maybe I'll think about it if we're still doing trivia during election year. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Do you know what I saw this week This uh, this week on, uh, online? And I, just, I was like, oh, my God. I got to at least briefly mention it on the podcast. Do you know what else you can use Vipaporru for? What? Removing your, um, your henna. Oh yes, yeah, so actually, it's it's dual purpose for henna. If you put in a little bit, just like rub it in a uh -huh. little bit, you can change the color of the henna. Oh, okay. it could become like richer and darker, right? Yeah, but yeah. then if you add like more vipaporru and like una esponjita it goes off. and water, it takes it off. Mira para I mean, now you say vipaporru, I finally watched Father of the Bride. But wait, hold on. And I'm thinking, you know how they probably rediscovered that cubans no no because cubans <laughs> don't get henna but you know oh, i can see a cuban being like no, no, get no. henna any henna somebody, out the somebody you know in who's indian or maybe in india right you know they have their henna going on and you know maybe they you know they had a runny nose oh. <laughs> he's a town but you know people are like oh i come and came off my finger like oh maybe i'm onto something here so, you know i'm picturing it as somebody who's like maybe 16 got home with it and yeah. here in sweetwater and you know their parents were like te me quitas eso Ahora que mismo. Que, que and, it's not permanent. No me importa. Eso es de la gente esa la la wica, no sé qué cosa. And then, yeah. you know. Yeah. That, and, that, and thus. And there goes the head. How we found cultural. out. But yeah. No, I saw Father of the Bride um, okay. last weekend because I needed something to, to perk me up. And it's funny because there's like a couple of scenes where la, la, la abuela character like takes Viva Porru like out of her bag. Right. A couple of times. So I was like, okay, all right. I see you. I see what you did there. Yeah. Very it was, well played. It was very well played. It was actually a very cute movie. Very, very well done. I'm just glad to see finally we have a movie set in Miami that doesn't think Miami is Miami Beach. Right. Like, I think a good like third of the movie takes place at Domino Park. As it should. <laughs> 
and like on on Ocho and Cuaocho and you know it, it's it was just a fantastic little movie and it was fun and and you know what I I enjoyed it I recommend it just put it out there good good so speaking of you know Viororu and and doctors and all that so I today <laughs> I went to an appointment with my with, with an orthopedic surgeon by my shoulder we're trying to figure out what the hell's wrong with it and I spent the entire time that I was sitting in the waiting room texting Jose because habían una pareja y una señora who had like okay. okay give us the room the room it was a very very okay it was a very bare room like it was just you know your typical waiting room but the thing is that there's two doctors there so one of the like one doctor has one window and the other doctor has another window the other doctor was not there today so everybody who was there today was just for for the doctor that I went to which funny enough his first name is also Ismael oh wow that doesn't happen every day at all so I'm, I get there I sit in like the corner it was only it was myself this other señora who she had like a, a burrito this other couple and then this other couple that was by the wall that I think they were a little bit more Americanizado because he was wearing a shirt that said adulting. And then underneath it, it had like like the stars from like a Yelp review, but it only had one star and it says, uh-huh. do not recommend. So that to me says somebody who's, you know, a bueno, little. That's true. But he just seemed a little like not, you know, that that degree of viejo. So I get down and I, and I you know, I sit there. I'm waiting, waiting for my for my call. To call me in, and la, la one, the one pareja y la señora con el burrito are going back and forth. And the first thing that I literally hear them say is que ya no hay ningún hospital que sirva. Oh yes, of course. I love that talk. Uh-huh. But what I loved about it is that the señora who said that not only gave all the examples of all the hospitals that she's been in in South Florida oh, and why each that. one was what bad. What was her wrath, especially to Kendall Regional? Because I feel she that that's, didn't, that's She didn't mention Kendall most, Regional. She did it. She did not. But she did say... Market Hospital? I'm literally going through you, my you texts here. I, I was texting Jose the entire conversation. So she says... Wait, hold on. She says que el mejor hospital de Miami en este momento es el Jackson. And the reason she says never heard that before. And the reason she says that because because en el this, this is great. Ella trabajó en el Jackson en el 75 cuando todo el tema eso de los morenos fajándose y se sentía muy seguro ahí. And I was like, this is wonderful that you've just said that out loud in public right. and nobody here's batted an eyelash. No. Yes. Not at all. Wait, wh- where was your doctor's office at? Was this in Little Havana? <laughs> Uh, no, Sunshine, this is Cruzad Kendall Drive y la 117. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is like six blocks from here. Okay. Okay. And then, la otra está hablando de que ella le tiene un, un, un terror pánico a todos los doctores. Like, she's really scared of all of them. Um, I, what was it? And then they all noticed something that I only noticed because they brought it up. In the corner of the room on a little table, there was still a little miniature Christmas tree. And they were like, imagínate, lo, por lo menos lo que pueden hacer las muchachas que trabajan aquí es quitar el bolito este. <laughs> and I was like, you know, they're kind of right. I mean, it's... It, were they making like a uh, relation of to the, the, leaving the Christmas tree up to like the standard of care? Yes, exactly. It, it was it was on that level. But then, weirdly enough, and I even took a picture of it, 
on the little counter where you where you log in. I want to see the picture of it. Where, where you sign in. There was a Ponciata thing. How is that? We're in July. Okay, wait. How wait. is it that red? Are, were they real? They were real. Where did they get this? I don't know. But this then, looks like fresh for you. But they were, but, but they were okay because no, no the the las señoras were did like. Did you step into like a time warp? And did, you go back, <laughs> did you go back to December or are you in, are you in December twenty twenty two? Are you in the future? Did you step? Into I come. Six, six I, months I, in the future. I should have okay. warned you. Uh, okay, you know, because here's the thing. I'm looking at the picture right now, listeners. I'm gonna post a, it. It's a post fresh poinciata bouquet. Yeah. Right, because the thing is, and that here's how I know it's real too. Because if you look on this side in the back, there's one of them que está un poquitico machao. Yeah, like a so little. Those are real. Those are real, right? How? 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 Because even it's Fourth of July. Because I've kept these after Christmas, and sometimes they last a little bit longer. Uh, but they last to like mid January at most. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, right? Especially if you have them indoors, right? Because then if you plant them, I've actually even planted them. Oh, that that almost makes it worse. Yeah, yeah, they they almost they, die quicker. No, well, they grow, <laughs> but the green grows. The red. Oh, la flor. Yeah, yes. yeah, there's no there's um, no flower. Okay, this is like <laughs> this is boggling my mind. Did they go to like the Christmas Palace in Hialeah, <laughs> where they have year round Christmas decorations? Maybe they have year round poisonettas. Maybe is that a great word for <laughs> that? Is poisonetta. a great word in English in Spanish? Mata de Pascua. Oh, it is. Oh, like, they don't call it. I don't know. What do you think they call it in Spanish? You know, I've never heard it. Una other, other, no, other than, yeah. Una flor de, flor de Pascua, yeah. But I've never yeah, heard it. right. I've never heard. Nobody says una poisoneta. No, because in English, you don't say it's a Christmas flower. <laughs> okay, this is like really boggling my mind. The Christmas tree obviously has an answer. But a right. fresh, you know, bundle of poisonetas. Poinsettas. A poisoneta. A poinsetta in July, in June, July. Wow, maybe they have like a greenhouse or something. Like somebody has the ultimate green thumb in that office. Yeah, this <laughs> green is, hand. This is that's quite something. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, so I, wait, did they make a comment about that? So they did, but they were okay with that because they were like, bueno, pero la la flores, bueno, porque las flores son linda, tú sabes, eso se puede quedar ahí el año entero. And I'm like, but that's just not biologically possible. So I think that what you're saying is because remember a couple of months ago I had a com I made a comment about my doctor's yes. office visit where the the white lady made a comment yes about the, about the mask to, yeah you know the, the Hispanic kid yeah the fucking Hispanic not wearing right I was like excuse me right so and this lady was talking about los moreno right so from what I'm gathering is that waiting in a doctor's office brings out the racist in some people apparently or the comments apparently but she was great she's lived I found out so much about this one woman Mira, the husband that she was with is her second husband she's oh. had she's had two knee operations she lived in New York she, well she worked in New York she lived in New Jersey at the time she also lived in California now she you know she is scared to go back to California but she hates New York and it's like I know so much about her and I don't even know the woman's That's name great I love it I love it I love that I live for that I'm telling you you saw I was texting Jose I'm like y ahora dice esto y ahora el otro and then so the one lady with the burrito well, this was her first time at the doctor right so she went in and when she was coming out, the other couple that was still there, like the guy with the adulting shirt, was like, you know, oh, como te fue? Whatever. And she's like, no, no voy a regresar. No me gustó. No me gustó. <laughs> and she just left out the door. I was like, you know what? That's the perfect ending to this whole, like, just put a bow on it. I love it. I, there is a pleasure that I get 
especially when you're at a store or something, right, like right. a Walgreens or a CVS, and like the older Cuban lady, she's had it. Like they're always yeah. in a bad mood. Like oh, I had to, I had to exist today. Ay, esta está jodiendo con los cupones. Esta, esta quiere dos pomos de suavitel y no encuentro el código. Emirta, ¿cuál es el code del del suavitel? Pero the other day when we, when we were doing pimpam uh, pollo at unseen creatures, which July second at Jay Wakefield, uh, we're doing another one, guys. Hope to see you there starting at seven. Um, I was with the two bags of ice. At the register, el señor in front of me had finished paying, and then he was telling la, la cajera, no, los tomates cobró, dos dólares y era un dólar, whatever. She didn't direct him to go to customer service or whatever. No, she grabbed the tomates out of his hand. It was me, and there were people behind me, and she decided that she was going to go to produce and confirm the price. I love it. I love it. I remember a few years back, I was at the Walgreens in Hialeah on 49th and 16th. Everybody knows the one that's now next to Chick-fil-A. And they had just gotten like a new cash register system. Right. That's obviously computer based. And the woman's name was Mirta. Mirta's one of my favorite old Cuban lady names. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. Mirta was not having the new system. And I remember that she could barely get through it. And I don't know, the lady in front of me had some issue. And Mita's like, Ay, que me parta un rayo, Dios mío. Dame la muerte. And I'm like, Ay, Mita, you're so dramatic. It's only... But know, I feel like if your name is Mita, you have to be dramatic. It's like, Mita, it's only like, you need a, just a little bit more training. Like, you know? <laughs> it's just one more day. Just a little bit more training. I, I mean, I know that technology is harder for some people, but... After a certain age. But I, love it like I live for that sometimes I'll just like walk around and I'll, in the like, hopes yeah no 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 or when I hear like you go, clo- you go closer I'm like oh I'm here looking at the Snickers no I'm not I'm trying to hear what <laughs> no you're looking at the Neutrogena wipes yes <laughs> the Neutrogena wipes yeah. yes Um, I love it I love it I, I remember a few years ago I was actually at the Mattress Giant in Hialeah on 49th and the, actually the same shopping center the Walgreens is at and I was buying a bed frame. Okay. You know the metal bed frame yeah. under your box spring? Most simple thing in the world. I just wanted the bed frame. Okay. Right? And then, you know, obviously they take your driver's license. I don't know. Put you in the system. Ay, tú tienes el mismo cumpleaños de mi hijo. Ay, son casi de mi edad. No, porque mi hijo se divorció. Porque imagínate que la mujer que tenía. Yo siempre dije que esa muchachita no me gustaba. Pero no, no, no. Era ahora no está trabajando porque tiene mucha depresión. Porque tú sabes que yo le digo a él que no. Que los matrimonios tienen de abuela y mala. Porque mira, una vez el, ex, el marido mío fue infiel conmigo. Y que es el papá de él. Y mira, es, no, no, no. Yo amo. Mi marido es tremendo marido y tremendo padre. Padre, pero no fue el momento que metió la pata y ta 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 ta. And then somehow she started talking to me about refrigerators. Ha- oh, the the wow. brand of refrigerator. No, porque mira, el que nemor de Ciar es el mejor. Pero tú sabes que ya Ciar está cerrando. Pero mira, el Ciar que está aquí adelante en Wellland Mall, yo fui ahí y compré el refrigerador. I'm like, this woman told me her entire life story from her son's divorce to unemployment, her son's divorce and unemployment, and depression, her husband's infidelities, and the fact that she likes Kenmore refrigerators. In five minutes. Like, she said it in one breath. And I'm like, can I have my driver's license back? But in the meanwhile, I'm enjoying the ride. If that's not a Tinder profile, I don't know what Like, I love it. Like, I love it. It's like, wow. Like, why do you feel you need to tell me this? But please tell me more. Do you think it's something that with our faces that people just feel like they can? Or that's that's just just them? That's just how they are. 
My mother is like that. Look, my mom is like that, but not publicly. I've always said that my mom, if especially when I used to do litigation, that I used to have to prepare people for a deposition, my mom would have been my nightmare. Oh, she would have gone off right the because when you're being deposed, yes or, or no, stick to the girl, yeah, yeah. Your answer should be either yes or no or concise, concise three word sentences. Right? How many times Subject did your car verb, get hit? Period. Twice. Right? No yeah. comma. Right. 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 My mom. I could just <laughs> imagine them asking, "So, ma'am, how did that accident happen?" Like if it, you know in the case of right, like a right, car accident. Right. Bueno, mira, es que yo me levanté porque eh, mira tenía que comprar leche. Y empezó tenía mal. Tenía que comprar leche y ya yo había dicho a Roberto que faltaba leche, pero él no fue a comprarla. <risa> so yo tuve que ir después que fui a caminar porque yo todas las mañanas camino. Tuve que ir a Windixi porque la leche del Pobli no estaba bobo o no estaba en venta. So tuve que ir a Windixi de que está ahí en la 117 y Bird Road. Pero cuando voy a Windixi vi que los aguacates this is coming out of your mouth too easily for it not to have been a story right, she told. Right. That's true. <laughs> They're like, ma'am. Los aguacates. No, my mom's like, los aguacates los están trayendo de China. De China. Porque, porque like, she'll say some stupid shit like that. Porque right? tú sabes, después de COVID. Porque todo. los aguacates no sirven para nada. Entonces, mira, yo ya que estaba ahí, estaba haciendo los mandados. Like, and the question is, how did the accident happen? Like, that would be my mother. Like, that would be my mother. She'll tell you what time she took her blood pressure medication. Like, like that would be. I've always told her. I'm like, you would be a nightmare. Like, you would make me jump out the window if I was like your attorney. And there's a lot of people like that. Oh like, yeah, there's a lot of people. I'll never forget the one. This lady that had this was early, early on. This lady that I had, that they were just taking a simple testimony of hers, and this was for. This had had to do with her injuries, and the woman did have injuries. Right. Like it wasn't so like it was a legit case. Try to make up shit, you know. Right. She did have injuries, um, and all she needed to say on the record what her injuries were. Like, look, you know, I still have problems with my shoulder because I remember it was a shoulder injury. So, like something as simple as getting the plates from the okay. cabinets, day to day function. You know, it, 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 I have some pain and some discomfort, whatever, and. When they started asking her about that, she got nervous and she thought, I don't know why she thought this because she was prepped, that the questions were a judgment on the doctor that treated her. Like he wasn't doing a good job? Right. Was like, like it was more like to get dirt on the doctor that treated her. I don't know why she thought that. Again, she was prepped. That she... When they asked her how she was doing, she said, Yo me siento excelente. El doctor es una, es una maravilla. Es, es un dios. Yo me siento como... And there I am like, oh my God. She yo no, yo me siento case. como nunca en mi vida. Como si tuviera 15 años. I'm like, oh my God. Torpedo the whole case. Oh my God. That's it. Don't... Oh my God. I'm like, but you legitimately have pain. Like, why right. are you saying this? And she's on the record. So right? yeah, so yeah. So and I'm like, yeah. And I'll never forget when it was over. She's like, "Tú me dijiste, verdad, que tuviera, I used to call it diarrea de la boca, right? She's like, "Tú me dijiste, tuve diarrea de la boca, verdad?" And I go, "No, no tuvo no una, tuvo no una, tuvo diez." 
I was like, if we got a $500 offer, that'd be like... Good. I'll take it. Just run. Take it. Run yeah. with it. So, but I love it. Like, I love it. I love it. I, I live for those type of stories. I love me. So, you know, the Miftas are the best. They are the best. Uh, bueno, are you are you ready for a last soda? I guess we are. Well, I mean, are you? I mean, you, you look a little... You don't look parched, necessarily. I mean, we just finished eating. You know, you, you, you had a beverage... No, go ahead. You can start. All right. So I, uh, I actually don't know. I, I'm I'm vacillating between two. Um, on the one hand, there's somebody who's all up in TikTok. On the other hand, <clears throat> excuse me. There's what about a a planet? I think we should go with the planet. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go with the planet. So, it was recently discovered that the planet Jupiter eats other smaller planets. That's awesome. According to scientists. Um, it basically, you know, we know that Jupiter's like 10 times larger than Earth. It's twice the size of all the planets in the solar system. I mean, it's huge. It's got double the gravity. It's a dense and dry atmosphere. You know, there's a freaking dot on its surface that is basically a storm that's been raging for centuries. So, you know, you think you have a bad day. <laughs> On Jupiter? On Jupiter. There's apparently yes. a storm that's been raging for centuries. Is it Jupiter reminds me of Tori Amos. Hey, Jupiter. Oh, yeah. Nothing's been the same, so are Bueno. <clears throat> but, are you blue? Thought that I could... No, we could... We're going to have to pay so many royalties this episode. <laughs> if they ever come for us, we're just going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. But apparently, the reason it's that size is... It has been gobbling up other smaller planets. So they found that it probably has like remains of other smaller planets hidden inside. There's a theory that says Jupiter was born out of other planets. So you know what? I'm going to give my last soda to Jupiter because I like anything that decides, you know what? I'm hungry and I'm just going to go for it. Like Jupiter would be my ideal buffet companion. Jupiter? Well, I mean, eight planets. All I eat is, you know, brisket. Wow. Um, we've never given a <laughs> to a celestial body to a planet. Um, I mean, I thought maybe you were give it to like Planet Fitness, maybe, but not no, planet. no, because no, because I only go to UFit, which is where my trainers are. Yes, <laughs> we love UFit. <laughs> Actually, I've lost two extra pounds than I usually lose this week. So thank wow. you, Mario. Thank you, Mario. And thank you, UFit. But yes. I'm going to give my last soda to Jupiter because, you know what? I just like the idea of this planet being out there gobbling up other planets. And quite frankly, si las cosas siguen como van on this planet, you know what? Feel free to have us as part of the meal. No, but we can't go to you, Jupiter. No, but it'll gobble us up. It's so. a gas planet. But it'll gobble us. We, we won't have much say in the matter. No, but it'll be a while. Hurry up. We're not doing any good jobs here. Wow. So on that note, <laughs> um, I'm going to give my last soda to Radio Shack. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear everything that went down with the Radio about Shack? About the tweets? About the tweets. That was freaking awesome. So I only saw the headline. So, so for free. those of you who, who don't know what Radio Shack is, so Radio Shack <laughs> was a uh, a shack that sold radios. No, it was uh, a store that until a few years ago was around that it sold. It sold electronics, but yeah. it sold like, you know, amplifiers for your antenna. Right. I feel like they sold a lot of remote control cars. Uh, remote control cars. They sold a lot of cables. Yeah, um, you always went there for cables. Which I remember one of the last times I radi- I bought a one of the last times I went to Radio Shack, I bought a cable 
to connect my iPod to my car. And I remember I had a lifetime warranty. So I wonder where I can go now to tweet them. That. Tweet them. Yeah. So anyway, and I still use my the 12, connector. Uh, connector. What is a 12 ping adapter or whatever. Um, but Radio Shack has been defunct for quite some time now. But somehow mm-hmm. it's Twitter was still around. Well, because it still does e-tail. Well, but the, but now this week it started like tweeting stuff and going viral. <laughs> They're like, we're crypto as fuck. So now they've sort of come back to life as a cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. I don't know retailer. So I'm like, a you know, hub or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know. But did you see what the tweets were? Yeah. <laughs> They were like they had bad they, words. They, they were like still. They were X-rated essentially. It was like stills from like you know porn and yeah. They yeah. were they were they were NSFW right. But <laughs> they, they, people thought that the account had gotten hacked. Nope. But they they purposely did it to go viral. So you know, whereas we always talk about the fact that you can't predict what's going to go viral. Right. I think the fact that somebody did this to the Radio Shack, you know. Yeah. Yes. I think that person deserves deserves a soda. They do. They knew something was going to come of it. Yes. Something. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about it on our podcast. We certainly are. So bring back Radio Shack. (laughs) I think that ship has sailed. Really? I think a lot of what Radio Shack could do, we just do with Amazon now. Like, think about just like all the the cable. So, you know, things like things like that. I've said this. I'm not much of an Amazon person. Like, I still go to the supermarket. I don't have Amazon stuff coming to my house all the time i enjoy going to the store Mm -hmm. but with that said what i do buy on amazon is anything having to do with like my phone phone cases or cable los cables are always cheaper but that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying what what, that's what you would usually go to radio shock for chargers all that i do buy on amazon yeah yeah can't beat the price i mean say what you say about bezos and amazon but you can't beat the price yeah and protein is really cheap (laughs) on Protein at C4 is really cheap on Amazon. Is it really? C4 is. Oh, okay. But the problem with C4 and me is that I get a, a tolerance to C4 in like two days. Really? Yeah. Yeah. C4, whatever. We could have this discussion on off air. But for a pre-workout, C4, C4 is good. I'm not saying yeah, it's Yeah, no, bad, that's what I use. But when you're really into heavy lifting, C4, you need something stronger. Really? Yeah. Oh, fair one time I took one called Redline. Oh my god, that just sounds dangerous. Yeah, and I was like shaking. I was like, I was like, I think my heart is gonna be outside of me, and I think this oh, is not what you're good. supposed to be feeling. That is not good. But man, that day I was on fire. I was like, <laughs> you were lifting a Buick. I guess I was like, my PR, what PR? Like, Dale, put three plates on each side, you know? And I was like, yeah, okay, we shouldn't do this. We're gonna we're gonna scale it back a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah we shouldn't yeah, do yeah. it anymore. So anyway, with that said, well, before we, we before we log off, though, quick reminder again. I, know I said it earlier, but this Saturday, July second, we will be at Jay Wakefield Brewery in Wynwood, uh, starting at about eh, six thirty seven o'clock until we sell out. So hope you all can make it out to see us. Obviously, we'll be posting about it on on Instagram. And I also want to give a shout out to our fellow Geek Bro Network, uh, you know host Neri Sands Neri Neri is a stand-up comedian he's actually doing a headlining set on July 7th at the Miami Improv um, at 8pm so Thursday July 7th we're gonna see if we can make it out there because you know we 
Thursdays are is our fake Friday. So, you know, it's going to take some some potential coordination, but you know, just uh, check it out. We'll post the flyer on on the Insta as well. Nary is some but, funny people. You know, I personally think that if Nary is going to be headlining, I think that he should double people's fun and do Nary and Nary and have your mother bring my mother Nary and have you know just have her come out on stage and not even just maybe have her react to things he says. I'm telling you, that I alone. I have a thing of my mom and Nary riding cars. Nary and Nary driving. Nary and Nary driving because as li- you listeners remember, my mom loves the car show. Yes. So this year, hopefully, I'm going to take them to the car show <gasps> Let's again. Let's figure this out. But this out. time, I'm going to tape it. <gasps> yes, we'll get Darwin to go so he can film it. Yes. Yes. So my mom this is a production kid. My mom loves, I mean, I'm encanta navigating. <laughs> You know the funny thing is though, it's 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 almost like you know how before And I've shown you the pictures of my mom in the cars. No no no. But what I'm thinking is, okay, you know how like before you bring a baby home, you know, if you have dogs, they tell you to bring the baby's blanket to have the dog yeah. sniff it or whatever. I feel like before you launch Nary on your mother at the car show, they're gonna have to have like a pre meeting. Right. Because if not, she will not feel comfortable enough to no, to we'll this. Bring Nary here. I'll, I'll, right. I'll, I'll tell my mom <coughs> the miso. Con la casa. Right. And right. Nary will be here. And right. Comes right. And you know, they have the same name, right. so that's right. the icebreaker. Right. There has to be a level of comfort, because if not, your mother won't be on. No. The same way. <laughs> well, the beauty of my mom is that she has to be on without being on. Because my mom is not on. No. My mom is just my mom. But also, she won't feel comfortable in right. front of Nary. Right, right. right. So for her to say stuff like, Esto aguacate no sirve. Exactly. Exactly. Or like, or lament. Tú te has fijado que los limones hoy en día no tienen jugo. She's not wrong. <laughs> She's like, compré cinco limones y ninguno tiene jugo. <laughs> She's not wrong. I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, my God. One of the funniest things of my mom the other day. I told you this story, but, you know, my my mom is very Mirta-like. Oh, my God. That sky is falling. Right, right, right. So, here in, in um, you know, for those of you who are in Miami, uh, in Kendall Drive, you know, one of the main thoroughfares here in Miami, there's a Best Buy and next to it there's a Michael's. Right? And and my mom, my mom the other day, she's like, ay, porque fui a Michael's, lo están cerrando, y estaba todo en venta. Pero ya no quedaba nada. Y yo entré a esa tienda, esa tienda que era tan linda, que era una belleza, con esos arreglos florales, y todo lo que había de la casa. Todo estaba desbaratado, no quedaba nada. No, no, no. Porque el tiempo que estamos viviendo hoy ya nada le importa, nadie le importa nada. Todo es una basura. Esa misma tienda tan linda, tan bella como era Michaels, cerrando porque ya no va a quedar nada. No, no, no. El futuro es muy feo. Es muy feo. Yo no quiero ser parte de este futuro. Este futuro como una tienda como Michaels. Imagínate, ya no va a haber Michaels. Like, bueno, mom, they're moving across the street. And she's like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, bueno, you know, sabía eso. I'm like, they're literally moving across the street to the shopping center, to a bigger, bigger space. So, where place, Bed Bath yeah. & Beyond was closed. Yes, yeah. Where Bed Bath & Beyond was, that when it closed, my mom gave the same speech. The same speech. Just swap out Bed Bath & Beyond with Michael's. But I, I knew where that conversation was going, so I let her Oh, because at go. this point, you, you know where the gold is I coming. I let her go. Yes, yes. And she's like, I know, porque ya no queda nada. And I'm like, well, you know, they're moving across the street to a bigger location. <laughs> she's like, oh, never mind. Oh, okay. I can't wait. Well, on that note, everybody, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. I swear I'm going to do everything in my power to get my parents somehow We're gonna figure on this the out. show, even if they don't know about it. We're going to have to like set up the microphones like under... 
blankets or something. Yes. Yeah. So as everybody, uh, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And as always, remember to grab your croqueta, your pastelito, and your cafecito. And thank you for joining us so much. That was episode 210. Was. Have a great 4th of July, everyone. Yes. 4th of July weekend. Happy birthday to America. How many years again? Shit, you said this at the beginning. 246? Yes. To believe that in que pasa, you say they talk about the American bicentennial. That's true. Yeah. It's in the episode where they got the robbed. Citizen. No, isn't that the citizenship? No, because in the episode where they got robbed, they talk about doing something about going to Venetian pool. And they're like, no, we need to go to the, the beach. We haven't been there since the bicentennial. They talk a lot about the bicentennial, though, because they also talked about how Violeta's mother did the freedom trail on her knees ah, for sí, the bicentennial. The bicentennial. Yeah. Después de que se hizo ciudadana. That's yeah. why they do mention it in the ciudadanía yeah. episode. Yeah, so anyway, have a great weekend, everybody. Happy birthday, America. 246. Yes. 246. That's a lot of candles. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.